Don't be scared. It's time to prepare. In your patience, in your capacity to accept or tolerate delay, trouble, or suffering without getting angry or upset, possess ye your souls. It is the part of us that is immortal. So I just encourage you today to not be caught sleeping, to make sure that you have oil. And the oil in this season is the word of God. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Confidence Restored podcast presented by CC America, also known as Confidence Centers of America and hosted by Tamaria Jordan. This is a show designed to help you build your confidence, increase your faith, and get mentally fit to overcome any trials and tribulations you may encounter. Through personal testimonies of faith, inspiration, and transformation, Tamaria and guests seek to inspire and uplift you. This message is delivered by us, CCing you on lessons learned in hopes of encouraging you regardless of where you are in life. Enjoy the show. Don't be scared. It's time to prepare. This is a message that I was given in my spirit a couple of months ago. And when it dropped in my spirit, I thought to myself, hmm, what does this mean? But when we think about this past weekend's headlines, including things like Israel at war with Hamas after unprecedented attacks, CNN, Afghanistan earthquake death toll reaches 2000, the Associated Press and one killed and eight wounded in shooting at Pennsylvania Community Center Party, the Associated Press. These types of headlines, when we think about it, highlight the reality for so many people all across the globe where they are riddled with news headlines that talk about tragedies. And while these are real and painful experiences, it also creates fear and anxiety for others and is a reminder to each of us that when we wake up in the morning, that it is a gift of grace and also a gift of mercy. So today I want to talk about these types of things, but also wanting to share with you all as it relates to the word and what it says about being prepared for times like these. And so when I think back to even my own life and being a survivor of an F4 tornado, we were unprepared. The tornado came without warning, much like what happened over this weekend. The war um, that has now been declared between Israel and Hamas, it started because of something that was unexpected, something that came out of the blue. So the individuals who were there and attending the event, they had no idea what was going to happen that day when they left their homes. And so now, as we look at the news, we see that Israel has officially declared war on the Palestinian militant group Hamas after Saturday's attack by air, sea, and also land. In regard to Afghanistan, Reports as of yesterday morning indicate that more than 2,400 people have died as a result of the earthquake. And it is such a tragic event because there are so many individuals who have lost their lives. And even when we think back to February in Syria, there was an earthquake that killed an estimated 50,000 people. 
um, earlier this year. And so when we think about this, our hearts and prayers go out to all of those individuals affected. And we can't forget that there is still a war raging in Ukraine between Ukraine and Russia. And so it took me to Luke 21. And I feel like it's important for us to think about these times, but to go to the word. And so when we think about our oil, and I'll get to that as well, when we think about the parable of the, the 10 virgins, it is specifically speaking about our oil and being prepared. And some things that happen in life, there is literally nothing we can do that would allow us to be ready for some of the things that are happening. Because when we think about it, we think about our lives in a sense that we're thinking about us here and now, not necessarily always thinking about the spiritual. Because I know for me, that used to be a scary thing. And now as I continue to see what's happening in the world, thinking about things that are happening even in my own life, as we are now facing yet another test of faith as a family, as it relates to health for one of my family members, it is scary. But the one thing that God keeps reminding me is even in the midst of so much turmoil, so much grief, because I feel like I've been on a grief journey for a while and we've lost others since then, since the end of last year. And it's a lot and it's hard. And the only thing that really keeps me going and keeps me strong in the midst of all of this is truly holding on to the word of God that reminds us that even though these things will come, that we can watch and pray and trust God that even when our physical body is gone, that we can trust that our spiritual body can live on if we confess with our mouth and believe in our heart that Jesus is Lord. And so let me get back to Luke 21, which says, starting in verse one, and he looked up and saw the rich men casting their gifts into the treasury. And he saw also a certain poor widow casting in tither two mites. And he said, oh, of a truth, I say unto you, this poor widow hath cast more than all. For all these have of their abundance cast in unto the offerings of God. But she of her penury, have cast in all the living that she had. And as some spake of the temple, how it was adorned with goodly stones and gifts, he said, as for these things which ye behold, the days will come in which there shall not be left one stone upon another that shall not be thrown down. And they asked him saying, Master, but when these things be, and what sign will there be these things shall come to pass? And he said, take heed that ye be not deceived, for many shall come in my name saying, I am Christ and the time draweth near. Go ye not therefore after them. But when ye shall hear of wars and commotions, be not terrified for these things must first come to pass, but the end is not by and by. Then said he unto them, nation shall rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom and great earthquakes shall be in diverse places and famines and pestilences and fearful sights and great signs shall be there from heaven. But before all these, there shall lay, they shall lay their hands on you and persecute you, delivering you up to the synagogues and into prisons, being brought before kings and rulers for my name's sake. And it shall turn to you for a testimony. Settle it therefore in your hearts not to meditate before what ye shall answer, for I will give you a mouth and wisdom 
which all your adversaries shall not be to gainsay nor resist. And ye shall be betrayed both by parents and brethren and kinfolks and friends. And some of you shall they cause to be put to death. And ye shall be hated of all men for my name's sake. But there shall not a hair of your head perish. In your patience possess ye your souls. And when ye shall see Jerusalem compassed with armies, then know that the desolation thereof is nigh. Then let them which are in Judea flee to the mountains, and let them which are in the midst of it depart out, and let not them that are in the countries enter thereinto. For these be the days of vengeance, that all things which are written may be fulfilled. But woe unto them that are with child, and to them that give suck in those days. For there shall be great distress in the land, and wrath upon this people. And they shall fall by the edge of the sword, and shall be led away captive into all nations. In Jerusalem shall be trodden down of the Gentiles until until the times of Gentiles be fulfilled. And there shall be signs in the sun and in the moon and in the stars and upon the earth, distress of nations with perplexity, the sea and the waves roaring, men's hearts failing them for fear. And for looking after these things which are coming on the earth for the powers of heaven shall be shaken. And then they shall see the son of man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. And when these things begin to come to pass, then look up and lift your heads for your redemption draweth nigh. And he spake to them a parable, behold the fig and all the trees. Now they shoot forth. Ye see, know of your own selves that summer is now at night. So likewise ye, when ye see these things come to pass, know ye that the kingdom of God is nigh at hand. Verily I say to you, this generation shall not pass away till all be fulfilled. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. And take heed to yourselves, lest at any time your hearts be overcharged with surfeiting and drunkenness and cares of this life. And so that day come upon you unawares. For as a snare shall it come on them that dwell on the face of the whole earth. Watch ye therefore and pray always that ye may be accounted worthy to escape all these things that shall come to pass and to stand before the son of man. And in the daytime he was teaching in the temple and at night he went out and abode in the mount that is called the Mount of Olives. And all the people came early in the morning to him in the temple for to hear him. Again, that was from Luke 21. And I started this off by saying, don't be scared. It's time to prepare. And now fast forward a few months later after I got that revelation and I did record it and and share it on social media, but now it's starting to make more sense because it reminds us in Luke 21 that these things will cause people's hearts to fail because of fear, just the sheer fear of what we see in the news headlines and what's happening all around the world. We made it through COVID, the individuals that are still here. Um, and But yet we also lost individuals. Our family was impacted directly by COVID and losing individuals. And so when I say that it has been a journey, it has been a journey with regard to life and death and loss and grief. And so I have turned a lot of that grief and fear into really calling out to God and saying, you know, I don't, I may not understand why everything is happening, but it is a reminder that God's grace and mercy is what keeps us here every day. And as I think back even to this weekend, seeing my aunt in the hospital, the doctors told us that she had two weeks. They said two weeks if she doesn't have this surgery. 
And if she does have this surgery, maybe we give her six months to a year to live. But what God put in my spirit is at the end of the day, I have the last say. And so I said, you know what, God, you are correct. You have the last say. You have given doctors the ability to be able to do their jobs and do it effectively. But at the end of the day, I understand, Father, that you do have the last say. And it's hard when you get that bad news. It is normal to cry, to feel afraid. But I talked to my aunt this weekend and I I asked her, I said, do you want to live? And she said, yes. And I was like, okay, well, then you shall say, that I will live to declare the works of the Lord. And however long that God allows her to be on this earth, I trust and believe that his word is true, that the miracle work and power that I saw work in her many, many years ago can still work in her today. And on Saturday, another family member, a different aunt, was rushed to the emergency room. And I talked to her. And when I went to her room, she said, before I said anything, that she would live and not die. And I said, that's interesting that you say that because I just talked to my other aunt and that's what I told her earlier today. And she said, yes, I know that it is grace that is keeping me in faith. And so then it brings me to Matthew 25. And Matthew 25, um, there's a lot in this chapter, so I would encourage you to read, but this really gets to the title of Get Your Own Oil, There Is None to Spare. Because in Matthew 25, it starts out with, then shall the kingdom of heaven be likened unto 10 virgins, which took their lamps and went forth to meet the bridegroom. And five of them were wise and five of them were foolish. They that were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them, but the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. While the bridegroom tarried, they all slumbered and slept. And at midnight, there was a cry made, behold, the bridegroom cometh, go ye out to meet him. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said unto the wise, give us your oil for our lamps are gone out. But the wise answered saying, not so, lest there be not enough for us and you, but go ye rather to them that sell and buy for yourselves. And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came and they that were ready went in with him to the marriage and the door was shut. Afterward came also the other virgins saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered and said, verily I say unto you, I know you not. Watch therefore, for ye know neither the day nor the hour wherein the son of man cometh. For the kingdom of heaven is as a man traveling into a far country who called his own servants and delivered unto them his goods. And when we think about just even that story, or that parable of the wise and the foolish versions, and some may call it the parable of the 10 virgins, essentially they had to be prepared. And again, it goes back to that message. I literally was like, where is this coming from? I'm just in Costco shopping. I wanted to get some um, food and get some drinks and maybe some paper towels. But literally as I was picking up those things, that's what came into my spirit. Don't be scared, prepare. And I keep that in the back of my mind as I read the news headlines. I keep that in the back of my mind as I hear from family what's happening because I'm like, okay, here is a time where I have every right to be afraid and it's natural. It's a natural feeling, but I am learning that even in the midst of the storm, God can carry us through. Hence, that is the reason for while you wait, activating your faith. 
in the middle of an F4 tornado, my great grandmother looked at me, my great aunt who is now in the hospital, my cousin, and she said, be quiet, be still. And I get emotional when I think about it because I said, wow, she, even not necessarily knowing specifically at the time, probably where it came from, I look back at Mark 4. And in Mark 4, the word talks about when Jesus rebuked the wind. (laughs) So in verse 39, it says, and he arose and rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, peace, be still. And the wind ceased and there was a great calm. And he said unto them, why are ye so fearful? How is it that ye have no faith? And they feared exceedingly and said to one another, what manner of man is this that even the wind and the sea obey him? And so when I think about the culmination of all these things, that literally, as I was standing in the hospital talking to my aunt, I decided to read to her the book that I dedicated to my late great grandmother, where she told us, I said, remember, granny said, be quiet, be still. And I am just amazed at God's grace and his mercy because two weeks ago, I remember standing in the hospital room crying and wondering what if, and I came home and what I felt in my spirit was at the end of the day, I have the last say. And I said, okay, God, I got it. And I think back to everything that happened over this weekend. And don't get me wrong. I have cried even again, because my heart goes out to the individuals, the families, the people who are dealing with loss, who are struggling right now to have faith in the middle of so much turmoil, in the middle of so much fear, in the middle of grief. But the individuals, even in Mark 4, they feared Jesus because they said, who is this person that can speak to the wind? And it obeyed him. Matthew 25, it reminded us Don't be foolish because we know not the day nor the hour wherein the son of man cometh, the one who can calm the sea, the one who can calm the waves, the one who can help us each and every day. And then in Luke 21, the Bible says these things must come. And as you heard, it talked about wars and rumors of wars. It talked about earthquakes. It talked about people betraying us, even our own family. It talked about the fact that in these times, individuals' hearts will fail them because of fear. And that is why we can't allow fear to win because we know what the word says. And he says some individuals will be delivered up even unto death. But when we think about our souls, it says, but there shall not be a hair of your head perish. In your patience, possess ye your souls. In your patience, possess ye your souls. Patience means the capacity to accept or tolerate delay, trouble, or suffering without getting angry or upset. In your patience, in your capacity to accept or tolerate delay, trouble, or suffering without getting angry or upset, possess ye your souls. And when we think about our soul, It is the spiritual part of a human being. It is the part of us that is immortal. So I just encourage you today 
to not be caught sleeping, to make sure that you have oil. And the oil in this season is the word of God. Make sure that you have enough oil to be prepared when God returns. So again, as I open this message today, I said, don't be scared. It's time to prepare. Get the word for yourself. Get your own oil because there is none to spare in this hour. But the word reminds us in Luke 21 to watch ye therefore and pray always that ye may be accounted worthy to escape all these things that shall come to pass and to stand before the son of man. And on that note, I encourage you to keep on keeping on. Be blessed. Thank you for tuning in to another live taping of the Confidence Restored podcast by CC America. We are grateful that you tune in week after week and join us for testimonies of faith, inspiration, and transformation. Please be sure to rate, comment, and subscribe, and let others know that you are listening to the Confidence Restored podcast. You can also now buy us a coffee to show appreciation at buymeacoffee.com forward slash CC America. Until next time, be blessed.